welcome to Realign With Your Purpose. I'm Josie Smith, a mindset and strategy coach for aspiring entrepreneurs and women who just know that they're made for more. I'm a speaker, writer, and content creator obsessed with personal growth. I'm an Enneagram 8 and a strong, sassy single mom of teens here to show you that building the dream life is possible for anyone who's willing to put in the work and invest in themselves. My true purpose here is to help you reconnect with yourself so you can realign with your purpose and reignite your dreams. Also, I want to let you know, you're going to hear some language in some of these episodes, both from me and from my guests. It's important to me that everyone who comes on and shares their story, their message, and their expertise has full permission to be fully who they are, to speak how they speak, and to share the content they're here to share. So nobody's going to be filtered or censored on this podcast. So if you have small kids around and you're bothered by spicy language or mature content, go ahead and grab your headphones before we get started because we're digging into all of it and we're not holding back. Are you ready? Let's do it. It is day four of my birthday week and my release of a new episode every single day for the week. And today is a new conversation that I recorded purely for my own entertainment. I brought my two younger sisters and my mom together. We sat around a table with a microphone in the middle, and we asked each other questions, and we laughed, and we just had so much fun. So this episode is my birthday present to myself, and I wanted to share it with all of you. But again, like the conversation from the other day, this conversation went on for a little over an hour, and I didn't want the episode to be that long. And so I cut it into two. So this is part one of another two-part episode. So once you get through today's first half of the conversation, make sure you come back tomorrow to check out the second half of the conversation if you make it that far. (laughs) We do a lot of laughing. We have a lot of fun. And I just kind of wanted to bring you into our world. And uh, just a quick side note, anything they tell you to DM me about, just, just don't. As we get into this here, you can hear me a little bit in the beginning attempting to record something of an introduction, but they were all sitting around me making me laugh, and I just couldn't get through it. So I wanted to record the introduction separately and just give you a heads up and let you know that this conversation is just purely for my own entertainment, but I hope you enjoy it. My mom is glaring at me right now. I have no idea what that's about. But we're all sitting around a single microphone. I've never done anything like this before, so I have I have no idea how this is going to turn out. Oh god, this episode is going to have so much editing. <laughs> mom speaking so, of sign language. <laughs> So today, shit, I'm going to regret this. 
So, so last week, so last week I texted everyone a list of questions that I was going to ask them. And I have some other questions too, that I didn't prepare them with. And I told them that they could bring questions too. I didn't do oh anything. <laughs> I just showed up. Before we get started, I'm going to let everyone introduce themselves real quick. So you have an idea. You don't know your name. Do you remember? Oh, Teresa's yeah. Wedding? I do remember my wedding. She said my name. Instead I of introduced name. myself as I'm Teresa Monica's sister <laughs> at the rehearsal dinner. So Good now, job. Good job, Monica. I'm just steer clear of interest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Josie. Hopefully you know me. There's 40 some podcast episodes you can go back through if you don't. And then you will. And I am the oldest sister. I'm Monica. You and I'm the middle kid. <laughs> right? Good job, Monica. Good job. And I'm Monica, and I'm Josie's younger sister and Teresa's older sister. And my mother's middle child. Good job. You got all of that right. You did I've been practicing. It was, it was a little excessive, but, but you weren't wrong. <laughs> I'm Teresa. I'm the youngest sister. Monica and Josie are my older sisters, and Jonah's my mom. <laughs> we think. <laughs> I'm the redhead. Okay. And I'm Joan, their mom. Thank we you. got through the first question. It only <laughs> took us 45 minutes. <laughs> my first question, my first question's for mom. I wish we were doing this on video because the looks I keep getting. <laughs> Which one of us is your favorite? I don't have a favorite. You're a liar. I don't have a favorite. Do you hear, see how her voice goes up when she lies? I don't have a favorite. I find yeah. that there are different things that I enjoy to do with each one of you. Like with Monica, maybe it's I like to go shopping. Maybe with Josie, I like to... Um, Brawl. Go shopping. <laughs> she needs time to think about what she likes to do with you. <laughs> I find that there are different things that I enjoy doing with each one of my daughters, but there is no favorite at all. Never had a favorite. Okay. You're my favorite mom. Well, that's because you only have one. Well, you're still my favorite. Okay, that's good. But no favorite kid. Okay, so the first question I actually gave you guys. <laughs> was if you could give everyone in the family an official title, what would everyone's title be and why? Okay, let me ask, how do you want to do this? Do you want each of us to give you like a monologue of what we've positioned everybody? Or do we want to talk about each individual family member and like you talk about me, mom talks about me, Teresa talks about me, and then we go into mom. You just want everybody to talk about you, right? No, I just want to know if it has to be a monologue. Should we should we just go one person at a time? Like everybody says, what mom's title is? Yeah. Okay. okay. Go ahead, Monica. mom first. Yeah, we'll do mom first. Okay. So I I looked at it like an actual like career. What would her position be in our our business, our company? And I put mom as head of HR and um, risk assessment. Um, I feel like <laughs> she's the first she's, person she's, to give a she's cautionary <laughs> tale on anything. She's the first person to let you know what the rules are, but she's also the first person that I feel like any one of us goes to for support or encouragement and she always has our back. So I put mom as head of HR. Thank you. I didn't think through any of this or even read what you said. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, Joe, so if you, you could give, you, if you could give mom a title, title, what would it be? Mom. 
Good job. I put that down too. That was also one of my keywords. Yeah. She fits the mold of mom, but not mom as a child. Like, like mom, we've grown up and now she's surpassed having to be our mom. She still fulfills that role, but she's also, she fits in the role of like, still here for guidance, but now I can be your friend too. And she is one of the first people I call when I need help or guidance on anything. So mom is a good name for you. Thank you. Hey, Josie, how do you, how do you title mom? Okay. Well, I gave everybody like a label. So, um, I titled mom, the perfectionist, especially around keeping things clean, which is funny because the minute we walked in the door here, she started picking things up off the floor and yelling at me not to leave fingerprints on things. <laughs> she put the things from the floor in her pocket. I don't know. I wasn't Put watching in the wastebasket. Oh, she well, pointed out the wastebasket. Civilized here. Yeah, wastebasket. When we were kids, you used to walk through and pick stuff up off the floor and put it in your pocket <laughs> because I wasn't close to a wastebasket. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who didn't hear, she just said, "I sound like a looney tune." <laughs> Mom's just sitting here in the background, like mumbling under her breath. She doesn't want anybody to hear her. <laughs> do you do you need a champagne? No. <laughs> Everybody's gonna think we had a lot of champagne before this started. I promise we really did it. <laughs> yeah. All right. What about Monica? You can start since you haven't done much talking. Monica, I would label, I have two labels for each of you. Um, home designer, fashion designer. That would be my label for her because funny. she's good at both. She is. So why is that funny then? Doesn't speak to you as a person, just <laughs> your talent. Just what you like to do. <laughs> Can I answer for myself too? <laughs> sure. Okay, because I was going through all of these with Rye last night, my 15-year-old son, and I gave everybody their titles. And for myself, I put as the court jester. That's all I could really come up with for myself. And then when talking to Rye, Right. He laughed and, and he goes, no, I think you're actually more of a visionary. You're the person who comes up with all the ideas and the huh. creativity. Doesn't necessarily mean I see it through to completion, but I thought that's a really good title. I'm mm-hmm. going to go with that. And I think it falls in line with what you said. Yeah. So I'm, I label myself the visionary. Good label. I label you as the rational one, which doesn't line up with you because I also label you as that child. Like when you see those videos on Facebook where it's like, there's always that one kid, that one kid is Monica. Um, But you are the person that no matter what, when you're talking through something, you're saying, oh, I'm having an issue with this. You can always see both sides and you can always be reasonable about both sides and rational. Even if it's something that you have your mind made up, you tend to always be able to see the other side and put yourself in that position. It makes you very relatable. Um, but you're relatable in small groups. Like you in a large group doesn't go well. Um, <laughs> Solid point. <laughs> but one-on-one or with just our family, that's when I feel like you really can be yourself. I labeled you the analyzer. So you're always thinking of the things that could go wrong and then trying to come up with solutions before they happen. Like when our teenage kids go paddleboarding in the middle of the lake and you're worried about bears for example <laughs> well, i think it's funny that you guys josie and Teresa both labeled me in ways that are 
very like rational and down to earth because I do not think of myself as that personality type. I see myself as a little bit more like a dreamer, a little bit more abstract, but that's funny that you guys see me that way. I think naturally you're more of a dreamer and more abstract. That's you naturally, but I think life has forced you to become more rational. It's all the childhood trauma you endured. It's a hard knock life. All right. Who's uh, Teresa? What did you label Teresa? Um, I have to find her on my list. Oh, okay. Well, I started with some some words. She's a doer, a forcer, a fixer. And so I felt like that made her the project manager. Um, and by doer, forcer, fixer. <laughs> forcer. Forcer was Absolutely. like the probably the first word that came to mind. Forcer. Uh, forcer. Mm-hmm. Like the minute there's an issue, she's the pers- first person in line to come up with a resolution, to force the resolution, to schedule the resolution, <laughs> even if you don't want even her to. Even if you don't want it. She's there <laughs> making it happen, fixing it, doing everything in her power. So a doer, a forcer, a fixer, a project manager. Mom, what do you label Trisha? Well, I think it might be, I think it might be pretty similar. I I labeled her a problem solver and a caretaker because she's one that takes care of people in her job, and she's always good at solving problems. And thank you. <laughs> that was like a delicious dish moment right there. <laughs> If you talk to her about something and you're not sure how to handle it, she has always given good advice. So I would say she's a good problem solver. Okay, Josie, you should trust me. (laughs) I don't know if we should go that far. (laughs) I labeled you the all or nothing. So like you don't look at your phone for three days straight. Mm -hmm. But then when you do, you have a million things you want everybody to answer right away. I missed 67 text messages from you all. <laughs> <laughs> and then hazards of a- And then all of a sudden you decide to start something that you hadn't even thought about for the past two years. And then you have to do it right now and you can't go to sleep until you get it done. True. Yeah. Poor Brian. <laughs> I let him go to sleep. <laughs> I do. <laughs> do you though? I do. Yeah. I finished all the tiling projects myself at 1 a.m. That I, I, I started at 1 a.m. and finished them by like 3 or 4 a.m. <laughs> I'll go to bed. <clears throat> okay. So, Teresa, if you had to label yourself, would you give yourself a or night you, owl? So, you're the night shift? Yeah. Night shift. Yeah. I get a burst of energy at nighttime. That's when I can do my own thing, whether it's going for a 10 mile run at 11 o'clock at night and That's then not safe. Calling your sister there because you feel like the street's really dark and I might get dead. Um, there might be bears. <laughs> I'll tell you about those bears. Or starting a project to hang wallpaper or tile. I just do it all at night. That's when I get my burst of energy and my me time. And it's quiet. With four <clears> kids, <throat> that's your only chance. Maybe you shouldn't have had so many kids. They're like fleas. <laughs> You can't control them. They multiply. They're everywhere. They bounce off the walls. There's no getting rid of them. No matter how many they make you break out. (laughs) They make you break out. Take over your whole house. (laughs) They itch. You're embarrassed to have people over because you have them. (laughs) I mean, really, it's really pretty accurate. (laughs) All that track. Oh, Josie's turn. Okay. It's my turn. (laughs) All right. Well, I put Josie as the CEO. She's the boss. She's the person who points and delegates, but doesn't get her hands dirty. (laughs) (laughs) I Um, 
like telling people what to do. <laughs> She's also like a researcher and a teacher. Like if there's any any issue, whether it be a legal matter or a parenting matter or a medical thing, I know of everybody in the family. Josie has probably thoroughly researched it and can give you a full rundown of the next steps to take, mm-hmm. whatever the situation <laughs> And then be. send you the link to do it. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're really nice and you ask her, she'll probably do it for you. Speaking <laughs> of which, I have some things to talk to you about later. <laughs> some QuickBooks questions. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Mom, what'd you like, Josie? <laughs> Again, similar supervisor, manager, because she's good at managing. Teresa, what'd you label Josie? That's funny that she labeled me as all or none, because that's what I would say Josie is. But Josie's the moody all or none. And she doesn't have to do it all at once. It's either she's interested in it or she's not. If she's not, she's not giving it like one thought whatsoever. <laughs> but if she's interested in it, like you said, she's going to research it. She's going to delegate. She'll do the things she wants to do. <laughs> she just really gets into certain things that pique her interest. And it's not like, oh, that's interesting. It's like, that's interesting. I'm taking it to the next level. And she runs with it. So I'm actually, I'm actually really proud of her because the podcast is now on episode 50. <laughs> Although I'm not up to speed. I think I'm only on 20 because my phone was Excuses. not working for Excuses. a long time. You didn't even know the name. Yeah, strong, sassy, single mom. That's the old name. It's probably what? sexy in there, changed. too. I mean, that's accurate, but that's not in the title. Sexy, <sighs> strong, sassy. What is it now? Realign with your purpose. Like her purpose journal, which she owes me one, but she told me she was going to get me. But again, she wasn't interested, so it's all or nothing. It's at my <laughs> house. <laughs> it's at my house. I'm not going to get one, apparently. Mom's looking at her notes. I think we're supposed to move on. <laughs> <laughs> this is not mom's podcast. <laughs> You forgot to say thank you. Thank you. (laughs) The next question was, what is your favorite thing about everyone here? I couldn't come up with anything on this one. Can we go to the next question, please? Pass. (laughs) Hard pass. Can I phone a friend? (laughs) You have a friend? Uh, No. They're all (laughs) sitting right here. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Well, I would just say that mine is like a blanket statement for everybody in our family. And also answers a future question. So this is going to throw off. No, it's fine. Okay. Like my like favorite thing about our family as a whole is I feel like we're all always there at a moment's notice. If anybody in the family ever needed anything, there's not anyone that I couldn't <laughs> call. Apparently I took mom's answer. She's throwing things. <laughs> Her stack of papers just went up in the air. <laughs> but no, I think we're always there for each other. Um, and I know anybody sitting around this table and dad as well. Um, they'd be there in a second if I needed uh-huh. something. And they have been at mm-hmm. 2 a.m. when you run out of gas or do something else <sighs> sketchy on the side of the road. <laughs> Mom's laughing, but she's really uncomfortable because she doesn't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it was I didn't run out of gas, you guys. It was an alternator. <laughs> And isn't that when they stole something out of your car? Yeah, they cut out the catalytic converter. Yeah. Which which I actually think was the towing company. If anyone wants to know who that was, send us a DM to strong, sexy, sexy, sassy, single mom. No, it's wrong. (laughs) You're wrong. (laughs) To the realignment of your souls. (laughs) That is also wrong. (laughs) 
<laughs> Just <it>. text me. <laughs> On the DM. I said DM. Josie said text. People don't say that. They, they do if they're actually texting you. What the hell is the difference between a DM and a text message? A text message is like a text message on your phone. A DM is like a direct message through social media, like Instagram or Facebook. Or Nobody has those accounts. Yes, they actually do. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you just didn't have it because you didn't have anybody to friend you. She doesn't have any friends. I have like 39 followers. I don't know how to pronounce half their names. 39? Yeah. Is that not good? I thought that was really good. No, no. no. That's too bad. (laughs) How many? Mom just got on Facebook. Talk to us about how much fun you're having on Facebook. Mom's one of my followers. (laughs) It's okay. Is it? Yeah. I have six. Uh, It was six. That's all. I'm one. That's good, though, because. See link below to friend mom. (laughs) So many friend requests. I don't know that she will. She no. might. I don't think anybody's still listening. No, nobody's <laughs> listening. They've all tapped out. They're signed off. Have you answered that question and are you done? Oh, I'm through with my response. Yeah. Okay. So I guess I'll do my favorite thing about all three of you is all of you are compassionate of other people. And I think that's really important. Do you think it's more important to be compassionate? Or empathetic? Both. Do it again, but feel genuine. Like, feel it this time. Like, do better. (laughs) And? So, my favorite thing about all of you is that you're all compassionate of others. And you're very caring people. And I think that's important. And I'm proud of you. Um, Individually, my favorite thing about Josie, and, and there's many about each of you, but if I had to pick, is that she's motivated and she's dependable. And then my favorite thing about Monica is she's a peacemaker and she's open-minded. And my favorite thing about Teresa is she's empathetic and a very patient person. That was really good. Could you look me in the eye when you say it? <laughs> she she has to read it though. <laughs> you know what I said. <laughs> gonna turn that She's going to turn that into a ringtone. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Patient empathetic. That's going to be my ringtone. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. Could you say it? Did you hear patient empathetic? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I heard. That sounds sounds accurate. <laughs> Is it my turn? Go ahead. Well, now I'm distracted. <laughs> Um, my favorite thing about, I'm going to bulk it together too, um, is that I think that we all value family. I know we all value family above and beyond anything else. And so kind of like you've all said, like, there's no limits. If you need something, you call and everybody's there. And yes, there are people that you reach out to for different things. Um, but no matter what, somebody's always there. That's my favorite thing. And I have a lot of fun with you guys. So I feel like no matter what, even if you don't like me, you have to love me. And so I can be myself. I mean, we don't have to. You do. (laughs) You do. We've established that by now. (laughs) Family bond. There's no getting rid of us. My favorite thing about our family as a whole is that we have a lot of fun and we don't take ourselves too seriously and we laugh all the time. Um, 
my favorite thing about Monica is that she is a <laughs> she's a really good storyteller. <laughs> she tells really entertaining stories. This is news to me because I don't think anybody ever listens when I talk. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Actually, as you were saying that, I was thinking like I should probably start listening to her stories. <laughs> My favorite thing about Teresa is that she's always willing to help people anytime they ask and also when they don't. (laughs) And even when you don't want it. (laughs) And my husband will spray your weeds. And and she volunteers her husband (laughs) to help as well, even when he doesn't want to. (laughs) Teresa and I live down the street from each other. And some nights I'll be sitting in my bedroom reading. I'll have my window open in the summertime. And I just... I'm hearing the breeze outside and and I'll be sitting there and then every so many seconds I'll hear a I mean, how long do you think people will keep listening if I keep doing this? Anyways, later I'll realize that it's Brian fertilizing my my lawn after hours <laughs> and midnight out, and Teresa's <laughs> husband is fertilizing my lawn because Monica hates yard work. She is <laughs> the best designer inside. But I would love if my lawn would just die so I don't have to. She mow. doesn't want to mow anymore, so she won't fertilize. All she'll do is mow and mow at like the lowest possible level. Hoping she doesn't have to mow next week. So, like, she'll be kicking up dirt while she's mowing. And my husband loves green grass. So, so she won't notice. He goes down and he fertilizes and puts weed killer down after she goes to bed. He also, on the way down there, is carrying five-gallon buckets of concrete and yep. filling holes in the sidewalk. And he's spraying everyone else's weeds between our house and hers that are growing up in the sidewalk <sighs> on his way down to her house. But he does it at midnight, so he doesn't piss anybody off. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, and one of my favorite things about mom is that she's just, she's really funny. She, she is really funny. She's really funny. She's one of the funniest people I know. <laughs> but she doesn't try to be. <laughs> No, it's not that she doesn't try to be. Like, I think she's intentionally funny, but she plays off like she's not trying to be. I don't know. (laughs) Am I giving her too much credit? I don't know. Before we started this podcast, (laughs) we were discussing banana hammocks. Don't embarrass her. I just wanted to know how many of you viewers out there know what a banana hammock is. Please DM comment Josie. in the <laughs> below DM comments. DM Josie. We banana. just like to get a poll. Nothing Do not else. DM me banana hammocks. Maybe I mean, photos, images. Do not search. What's the poll? Who knows what a banana hammock is? Don't search it. Don't search it. We just want to know. <laughs> My mom, mom just learned mom just learned by a company called banana. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think makes us, uh, makes our family different than other families? I don't think we disown each other over land. Yeah, I agree. There That's random. Never, well, no, there'd never be an argument over money. Teresa and I both married people from rural communities where farm ground and inheritance is a big thing. And like, I know we've talked about several times, you hear about people in the counties where so-and-so disowned his brother over the land that their family left. And that's, I mean, 
yes, it's a random statement, but I think it speaks volumes. Like we would never let anything materialistic get in the way. Where I think a lot of families would that everybody's answer is we wouldn't disown each other over <laughs> land. land. And we have a lot of it. Monica's house sits on our neighbor's land, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it pretty much does. We had to look over lot lines. And her, <laughs> literally her house is on her neighbor's land. As is half my driveway. As is half of her driveway. Which is all less than an eighth or a sixteenth of an acre. <laughs> well, and maybe that And I down. still don't want to mow it. <laughs> Josie might disown us over land. You guys can have the land in my backyard if you'd like <laughs> to do the plumbing issue that's going underneath my backyard. I had it all lined up. <laughs> Here we go again. You should have just let me down it. Brian didn't want to. Brian always wants to rent an excavator and dig. No, dad took Brian out there. They looked at the lines, the utility lines. Brian said, no way. Oh, because the lines made yes. it nervous? Yes. The utility lines went right where the hole in the line. So for those of you who think Josie has her life together, <laughs> she has a plumbing issue in her backyard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what I said that makes our family <laughs> different from other families is that we're all pretty. <laughs> Are you opening a beer? <laughs> no. That's Monica's voice. <laughs> it's a spring water, which is different than purified water. Reverse osmosis. A spring, a spring water brand Coors Light. From a spring. From a spring. From a spring. A mountain spring. Blue. And it's good for you. <laughs> Whoa, that's, that's a really good statement. Or, I don't think so. Yeah, what is what beer is it where it's like the mountains are blue, so it's cold? Is it Coors? It's that one. Yeah, it sure is. Mm. <laughs> Hence the blue mountains on her you spring water to, can. You're going to get sued if we keep saying brands. <laughs> um. Anyway, back to my answer is that um, we are all pretty voluntarily codependent, and we pretty much seem okay with it. Elaborate. Like everybody has something different, things that they're good at, and we just. Depend on the other people to just step in and do those things. Sure. Yes. Everybody has a key to everybody else's house and we just come and go as we please. But I don't have one to yours. I made you one to mine. You told me you did, but it didn't you and I have one in my bag. I've got a couple copies on my key. You and Brian both have keys to my house. I don't think so. Mm-mm. Nope. <laughs> she took yours away. And I don't have one to Monica's either. <laughs> so you can climb in that front window. I don't do tell know where I, I live. I do know how to break into Monica. Well, you yes. had a key, but Raya dropped his and took it and lost it. Yeah. I so know apparently we need Monica's to. Monica's house and the neighbors come out and like watch me. And then they laugh and then me, they bring me really big blow up decorations to put in my yard for Halloween as I'm legit TPing her house and breaking it. <laughs> Again, she lives down the street from me and she comes over with her kids to TP my house. And yes, my neighbors come out and talk to her while she's doing it. <laughs> 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 what is wrong with my neighbor? You cheesed my car. And what? I thought there was fentanyl on it. So I wouldn't let my kids touch it. <laughs> I you might need to explain what cheese my car means. She's <laughs> literally put slices of cheese like on my handles. And I was like, ooh, I've read about this. Have you ever tried People... to peel cheese after it's like heated up off of your vehicle and tried to peel it off? It's so disgusting. <laughs> Why would you do that? Because she TP'd my house. Uh, she cheesed my car. And Teresa and thought it had fentanyl in it. So, so she we drove the other car. <laughs> she sent it in for decontamination. And <laughs> no, I just made Brian take it off. 
<laughs> Teresa's in a hazmat suit and she try and take the cheese off. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Malachi thought somebody was trying to kill us. It's like, don't touch the car. We don't know who put it there. You know, there's all those like people are dipping paper towels and stuff and putting it on your door. And the second you touch it, it makes you like paralyzed. And so I thought someone was trying to kill me. So Who's, you didn't know with cheese. Did. Who's with cheese. the one that gives irrational warnings about bears? This happened. <laughs> I'm thinking Teresa might. This happened. We, we need to for that switch our I saw a $20 bill on the ground and my kids wanted to pick it up and I wouldn't let them because I thought someone was trapping us and trying to kill us. I have been chased in my car. Had a gun pulled on me, been stalked for months. I mean, this stuff is real. If I saw a twenty dollar bill on the ground, I'm picking it up. Screw the fentanyl. <laughs> Are they going to have like a fish line attached to it? Or real <laughs> no, no, no. It has fentanyl on it, and you touch it, and then you just go limp, and you fall almost like you're dead, and you could die. But then they steal you, mom. Yeah, that mom's happen. right. Mom's the one who told me about. It. She didn't tell they you guys because it. she loves me more. <laughs> she didn't even. Should like we go back to, shop to the first question? You. She didn't even like to shop with you. Like to shop. I, would that really happen? Mm-hmm. I mean, it could. Yeah, it could. If you okay, comment in the DMs below. If you've ever left a fentanyl lace twenty dollar bill in a parking lot so you could kidnap Monica, no, <laughs> this cheese. is really something that could if you is. just touch it and it's got fentanyl yes, on it and you just absolutely touch it. yeah. Do you know how deadly fentanyl is? I saw it on Grey's Anatomy the other day. It's super they deadly. Live. They don't even like the police don't even go into a house if they know someone's been smoking weed laced with fentanyl. They have to be in hazmat suits and they call the fire department because just breathing it in can kill you in an instant. But I'm just touching. Don't do drugs, kids. Don't do drugs. Fentanyl is super dangerous. Why do you think so many kids are dying right now? Because they're smoking weed that's laced with it. Even just trace amounts kills you. So what's your favorite non-fentanyl related family memory? (laughs) (laughs) I got nothing. No? (laughs) They all have fentanyl? (laughs) They all have fentanyl. (laughs) Well, let's see. I have back to mom's notes. <laughs> I have too many to mention, so I'll just say whenever we're all together sharing food and conversation and laughing and just having a good time, and our Minnesota vacations are full of that, and so, but not Wyoming vacations. <laughs> That's on not. my list. <laughs> Probably not Wyoming or Yellowstone. Just Minnesota. Just Probably not the trips Josie went on. <laughs> <laughs> Did I ruin your vacations? <laughs> Josie had a lot of hormones on vacation. Like a lot. On vacation? I mean, in real everyday Across life. the board. You need to get closer to the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to eat the microphone. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to Realign With Your Purpose. My intention is that the messages I share here in this podcast help you experience a mindset shift as well as actual transformation and growth. If you found value in today's episode, please share it with a friend so they can experience the growth and transformation that you found in these messages. 
or take a screenshot and share it on Instagram. And be sure to tag me so I can personally thank you for spreading the message and encouraging everyone to believe in themselves and their dreams. And it would mean the world to me if you would take 30 seconds and give the podcast a five-star rating wherever you listen. And if you can, write a little review. These ratings and reviews are everything to podcasters, and they help me to be able to continue to show up week after week with messages like the one I shared today, and to do so at no cost to my listeners. And as a thank you for writing out a review, if you write out a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, screenshot that review and send it to my DMs. I'll send you a free gift. And if anything I talked about today really spoke to you, send me a DM about that too, because I would love the opportunity to have a conversation with you. As always, it's been an honor to share this time with you today. And until next time, you got this.